You are now listening to our contestant is Carlos. His friends call him Los. Los? That's right. I, I do tend to explode only when by myself. What's the big deal? That she, she touched that? a man's trash can. Bro. Right now, I'm committing a Schedule 1 felony. Allegedly. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Dude, he's the mole, dude. <laughs> he's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole. Like Mom, you are a horrible human being. She's being you know what? Right. Why don't you die from breast cancer or something? <gasps> wow. No, you take wow. that back. That's usually, it's, hey, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm also a woman. But in the event of an emergency... Your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest way out. There's no way out. There's no way out. We're That's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we'll find. This is Emergency Exit. This week, I am your host, Brandon, the Hard Cat Mitchell. And with me, him and I make up two-thirds of the cat pack, Carlos the Mad Catter Richard. How you doing, buddy? That's right. All right. Today, episode 73. Today, or sorry, this is episode 73. That's Today right. is April 23rd, 2018. Today is every pothead's worst nightmare. Los, do you know why? Why? It's the Monday after 420. That's right. Oh, Damn. man. Drug test galore. Hey, you know what? If, if, <laughs> That's right. If, uh, if you're listening to this and you got hit with a drug test, let us know. I just want to know, do our... Do employers do that? Or is that just kind of internet conspiracy kind of thing? I mean, it's a good day. I mean, it makes sense that they would do it. I mean, if you're looking to can somebody. I mean, if you really want a clean house, you would. But otherwise, what's the point of giving drug tests to people? True. What they do on their own time. I mean, that's pretty sweet, though, that they're letting people test drugs. Uh, uh, What kind of drugs are they testing? What? You said they're doing drug tests. They just want to know what kind of drugs they're taking. I mean, they're, they're doing them all. Oh, doing okay. them all, doing the zannies, doing the uh, the butt chugs, all butt that chugs good stuff. Butt chugs and zannies, <laughs> love it. That's that's what they're doing, man. They do. Yeah, they do, Forrest. Yeah. So anyway, uh, today's show a little bit of a change. We actually have a sponsor for this show. Oh really? Yeah. Tell us and some more. It is brought to you by FlatEarthSinglesOnly.com. Are you tired of being forced to date ball earth believers? Where is a person supposed to meet other like-minded people from around the world? Yeah, where? FlatEarthSinglesOnly.com is the one place where you can find your soulmate who holds the same values, allowing the two of you to have children who will be raised outside the lies of science. Nice. FlatEarthSinglesOnly.com FlatEarthSinglesOnly.com I do? I do, Forrest. All right. All right. So on today's episode, we're gonna we're gonna hop into a canoe, head out to the South Pacific. Do you know uh do you know about the South Pacific? Close? Uh, Which way is South it? South Pacific it's, it's it's South. It's the specific one, right? It's the specific South Pacific. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well I've heard. there's um there's some islands out there. One in particular to the rest of the world is known as Rapa Nui. Rapa Nui. Rapa Nui. It's not that new hit rapper, Rap, but yeah. us us Americans, mumble, Westerners, we know rapper. him as uh, we know it as Easter Island. Oh, We're gonna head out there and those, those big, uh, Easter the heads big yeah, those the big, big Easter old... heads called Moai. 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 Did you know that? Ooh, I did not know yeah. that. We're gonna try and make sense of these statues, explore the culture of the Rapa Nuians. Rapa Nuians. Fun fact: okay. Rapa Nui is the island. Two words: somebody who comes, who lives on the island and is a native there, is a Rapa Nui. A r- one a word. Rapa Nui. One word. It's not like it's that's one word. Yeah. So the Rapa Nui I. Yeah, sure. Rapa Nui I. <laughs> Double I. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna find out if there was a uh, if there was a population of people who virtually committed ec- uh, ecocide, or if there was something else to blame for the decline in their numbers. Oh. Yeah. So let's let's just jump right in, right on into it. Um, floating no around on the or internet. Nothing? Um, sure, you can hit me with some mystic. Uh, I guess it can be a little yeah, mystic Let's get mystic yeah, in not? here. Let's get swifty. Or mystic either way. Sorry. It's a little loud. It's all good. I didn't level that one out. Honestly, it's all Forrest's fault. Do you understand what I'm talking to you, Forrest? No. No. Wrong one. Wrong no, one. Sir. All right, that's right, Forrest. Wrong Go ahead. one. 
Uh, so anyway, we're going to jump right into it. I do? Um, there's a new theory floating around on the internet uh, relating theory. to the island of Rapa Nui. Rapa Nui, a.k.a. Where the, Easter Island. Where the island, where the... Yeah, just like what happened to the people. things are there. Yeah, yeah, okay. where the big uh, right. faces, All right. the Moai. All right. Uh, what do you know about Easter Island? I mean, you, you've already mentioned the stone heads. I know how the stones got there. I have a good theory on how they got oh. there. What's your theory? Well, I uh, that man put them there. That what? That man put them there. Oh, that man put them there? That's they, your theory? They walked them there. Oh, they walked them. They literally walked them the way that they're shaped. Mm-hmm. You can move them. Yeah. And they walked. That's why the little thing. I watched the documentary on it. That's part, okay. But that's all I know about it. Yeah. What okay. else do you know about it? I know a little bit more about it. But okay. that's because, you know, I put this show together. But prior to this, that okay. was about that was about all I knew. All right, take but, it you easy. know, surprisingly, we we don't know a whole lot about the islands pre 1700s, which, of course, was when they were, quote unquote, discovered by um, by the Dutch, actually. Dutch. Yeah, the Dutch, a man by the, the name of the Jacob Rogovin. Rogovin. Yeah, sure. You can roll that R. I can. Rogovin. That sounds pretty good. Rogovin. But uh, he landed on it. Uh, guess what? April Sunday, 1722. April Sunday? April Sunday. What's April Sunday? April Sunday. <laughs> uh, Easter Sunday. Easter, oh, Easter, Easter Sunday. Easter yeah. Star Sunday. Yeah, that one. The you East know, where, star. Um, where the zombie Jesus comes back to life. That's right. That day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Comes out of the cave. He's all like, what up? Yeah, he's like, oh, I just, I just had, some, had some flesh wounds. I'm just going to walk it off. No Ain't big no deal. thing coming out the cave. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so as far as actual solid history we don't know too much prior to that when we first landed um we do know that there used to be a massive forest of palm trees on this island like millions of palm trees palm trees yeah do you want to know how that we know that i will tell you why okay a uh, <laughs> fossilized root system that when you dig down you can find these essentially um hollows where the roots were running through from the trees that are no longer there they're just voids in the dirt you know oh um, yeah so you can see them going all the way down and it's just there's so many if you know there would have to be millions and millions of these trees and with these and also they've also they've also been able to add on to this evidence by collecting pollen samples from the ground i do yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Dude, i know he's impressed. surprised <laughs> um but they uh, when they took these samples they found that these came from many different species of trees so it wasn't just one type of palm tree there was a whole vast there's forest. a whole family and different diversities of yeah. them. Which would have resulted in different and bird colonies, uh, reptiles, insects, all, you know, a whole ecosystem, essentially. That's right. Um, so the common theory states that the native people, through the building of these moai, the big stone statues, and canoes, because they, well, first what, of all, they've that's They've always been they... up there and that, like, now people are living next to them. How long have those stone things been there? Um, they, well. But we'll, they're already we'll up, there. right? What's, no, they, they carved them out of the uh, – they, they had a quarry. There's an old extinct uh, volcano there, and they would carve them out of what's called tuff. Tuff. Tuff, which is just uh, condensed volcanic ash. Um, so it's kind of soft. You can kind of shape it pretty good. They use their stones, and then they would carve them in place, like directly into the stone, and then lift them up all at once. And then that's when they would walk them down the quarry, you know, do, 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 do. And some of them would fall, and they tipped over, and they would just kind of give up because they've been found on the the road that would that was taking them. Because there's 887 of them that they made, um, most of which are on the outskirts of the island. And you would think if they're uh, supposedly to take uh, place of gods and stuff, that you would face and to protect your island, you would face them towards the ocean, right? That kind of makes sense to watch out for the evil spirits and whatnot, but. All of these statues, with the exception of a handful, they all face inward. Oh. Even though they're all, you know, they're spread out along the coast. Ah. There are, I think there's 14 of them that do face. Well, somebody's. They're, they're a little more inward on the island, but they, they're the only ones that actually face the ocean. Yeah, someone's got to fight. But then again, if you think about it, if one's on one side of the island and it's looking in on the island, is it not looking out over the other side yeah, to well, the it's ocean? Not, no, it's, well, it's looking on the inside. You yeah, know, obviously. but that line of sight also continues. Well, into maybe the it's ocean. a little too far that they can't see that. Maybe oh, there's like a, maybe there's. I, I imagine there's at least hills and stuff. That there's a they, few, but I think at its most, the island is uh, 
couple hundred feet above sea level. I think at its highest point, it's like 800 so feet. So even if you're on one side and there was like some sort of hill, mm-hmm. you couldn't see across necessarily. I mean, it's only 16 miles across at its widest point. Well, I mean, so, even if there was 100 something, which I'm going to call it, you still wouldn't be able to see the. But but that's enough for the, to account for the Are curve really of the earth, isn't it? We're totally arguing <laughs> over this. All right. So, yeah, anyway, the common theory starts oh, that states that the native people, through building of these moai and excessive uh, canoes, because they were also a fishing community, um, that they just simply killed off the trees faster than they could uh, regrow. They this resulted... palm oil, man. That's what they like. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very moisturizing. Yeah, they put it in all sorts of shit. Everything's got palm Moist. oil. Yeah. Moist. 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 <laughs> this uh, this resulted, of course, in the topsoil being exposed through constant wind erosion and just being blown away. So it wasn't able to keep any nutrients. Nutrients over the time, this caused famine and created civil war among the natives. Many of them split into their own sects. Go back to CST. where you came from. <laughs> or CTS, sorry. A little dyslexia there. And eventually they all but killed themselves off. That's that's the common theory, um, you know, prior 1700. Um, but before we get into the new theory, I just want to tell you a little bit about the island. Okay, tell me about the yeah. island. Rapa Nui is one of the world's most remote inhabited islands of the world. Hmm. Um, and if you look at a map on this thing, all right, the closest bit of land is just under 1,300 miles away. That's almost the width of the United States. Mm. Just to kind of put it into perspective, it's and that ta- that city only has 500 people in it. So just that whole area of what's called the Polynesian Triangle, because you know Bermuda. Why do they get their own fucking triangle? Yeah, why not? You know why? Why can't the South Pacific people? Why, get why one? don't yeah. I get a triangle? Yeah, everybody gets a triangle. Hey, give me a triangle. You don't get a triangle. Oh, you get a. A rhombus. That's not good, man. <laughs> That's not good. But as far as we know, nothing has like disappeared and gone missing uh, in the Polynesian Triangle. So that's only isolated to the Bermuda. Yeah, I mean, but, but of course that's about but it. that's where of course Atlantis is. So it's it kind of screws everything up. But anyway, in the Bermuda um, Triangle, yes, it's underneath the Bermuda Triangle. That's the theory. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So anyway, Easter Island is actually a territory of Chile that began in 1888. They um, they own it kind of just like we do Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah. We, um, own, we own Puerto Rico. That's in right. In 2017, the island it's not a had 7,700 people, uh, 60% of whom are direct descendants of the original Rapa Nui, one word. Yeah, that's right. It's only one person. Well, it's... Rapa Nui. No. Rapa Nui, I. Over 7,000, but... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Isn't that that but, one guy that uh, got a bunch of people, like, in the sex cult in Oregon? Rapa Nui? Mm, it might be. It's a ran, yeah. I think it was Ranjis. Uh, Ranjis? Ranjnish. Ranjnish. Raj, Ranjnish. No, Rajnish. Oh, you roll that R really Arr. good. You can't do that, man. Like a cat. Like a cat. <sighs> All right, go on. See, I do it real throaty. <sighs> Yeah. No, it's your tongue, bro. You got to make the tongue go. It's mm-hmm. like a roja. I can go like that. Roja. Anyway, anyway. Arroja. So as I said earlier, Easter Island, named after the Dutch explorer Jace, Jacob Rogavine, Rogavine, landed on it on you guessed it, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. In the 1722, by accident while searching for Davis Island. Oh, he was looking for Davis Island. Mm-hmm. So where did the people come from? If it's in the middle of nowhere, yeah, where the fuck I mean, they? how the fuck do they get there? Um, well, theory is that they, I mean, it's 2,300 miles from Chile, but theory is that they came from the easternmost tip of the Polynesian Triangle. That would have been New Zealand at its, at its most, or like uh, Tonga. Uh, what's that college that uh, Saul, uh, from Better Call Saul, what was it? The uh, territory that he went to, I don't know. Out in, it's not the Cayman Islands, but one of those uh, uh, Caribbean or something. Yeah, it's one of those. That is actually out there, Tahiti. I had no idea where it was. I just knew everybody's talking about. Oh, if I win the lottery, I'm packing everything and going to Tahiti. I actually found Tahiti. It actually exists, and it is within the uh, Polynesian Triangle. Oh my! So that's where I'm going. When what I, a tiny when fucking I win it. island. 
So yeah, the uh, the get people lost and never be found again. Right. Like the 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 That's local the island men will abduct your wife and and <laughs> and have do naughty things to and her. Do naughty things to her. And you're gonna Note be to like. Self. And they're gonna. It's gonna. They're probably gonna kill her, and you're gonna never see her again. Well, that's usually what happens when somebody gets killed. <laughs> this got horrid. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't don't. But seriously, you don't go to Tahiti. Yeah, you I don't. Die. Yeah. But uh, it's anyway, a risk. The people first thought to have come from the west <laughs> between uh, 700 and 1100 yeah. AD, uh, and they actually created a thriving industrious culture. After uh, said Dutch explorer made landfall in 1722. Many other conquests were soon to come. The next invaders came in 1770 by way of Spain. Four years later, the British discovered the island. Mm -hmm. uh, not all of the arrivals resulted in the killing of indigenous uh, people. You know how you know these foreign invaders would come in and just start killing people willy-nilly because they got their big boomsticks. Uh, not, not every explorer was like that, but most of them. Uh, the 19th century was filled with devastating events that killed off most of the population. Um, started at the started in December 1862, the Peruvian slave uh, slave raiders struck the island. Oh, that's that video game with the Laura Peruvian Croft. Peruvian slave raiders. Slave Man, raiders. That's hard to say. Peruvian slave raiders. Peruvian slave. Crisp the, citrus the, finish. Yes, uh, crisp citrus finish. Over the next few months, uh, around 1,500 men and women, uh, rough, roughly. Half the island's population were captured. Uh, among these were its, uh, its chiefs, the people who kind of ran the different tribes, and pretty much anyone who could read or write their native script, uh, which kind of was a big thing, was why we lost so much of their history. Nobody was able to really record anything after these happened. Uh, nobody could then read any more of it. Uh, and then when they were forced to repatriate the slaves, the Peruvians... Um, repatriate? They, they, yeah, like, like release the slaves oh, back, okay. uh, bring them back and everything. Oh. So they said, hey, okay, we'll do this. We'll bring them back. But when they did, they, uh, they planted carriers with smallpox uh, on the islands with the population of people. Take and it that. sounded really familiar to the whole Trail of Tears and everything. That's right. That, here's a blanket. That was done here. Yeah, yeah here's a blanket. Oh, you're also going to have, you could wear. Also gonna have small, smallpox. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, they did that, and you know, between the smallpox and tuberculosis, tuberculosis that was introduced by whalers in the mid 19th century, pretty much killed them off. At, at its lowest point, they were down to about 111 people, natively, who lived on the island. So think about that: 97% uh, of the population was wiped out in less than a decade. 97%. 97%. Jesus. And Murphy. you know, of course, with that, most you know so much of the island's culture and knowledge that, you know, of, you know, these stones and just all their other traditions was lost just because some people said, Hey, let's, we're better than those people technology wise. Let's go raid them, take them and bring them over here. Why not? You know, but Hey, them's, them's was the time. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Why the fuck not? We're so, it's early, early man and human. Why not? We yeah. should try this. Hey, you know, we got time to fuck up and make mistakes. We got years and centuries to make up for it. It's like, man, I got an iPad at home. It's going to be easy. <laughs> got yep. that new got that new app where you play wars with people. Like or that? that one that, that makes the playlist when you're having sex. Yeah, that, that was What was that one called again? Uh, it was called like Beats Bed. Beats Bed. I like that app. one. Or Bed Beats. Bed Beats. Yeah, Bed Beats. Bed Beats by, by Dre. By bed beats by yeah by Los by Los check out that Ooh, app that just sounds dirty gross uh so anyway the island let's go let's move on to the uh, the, the statues island. oh yeah I want the island's know about known the for its 887 stone stone statues known as Moai Moai that were carved between 1100 to 1680 um they're often called heads but they're actually torsos that go all the way down to a little below the hips. Um, usually about mid thigh or so. The dick you know, is so they're showing a little bit of skin. Did you um, hear me? The dick what? is digging into the dirt of all those. Well, I don't know how endowed they made them. Well, how do you think they're I mean, standing up so high? Because oh, they don't have of... legs. They need that that kickstand. Yeah, the dick is digging oh, in the dirt. I gotcha. I gotcha. The dick is digging in the dirt. Dick is digging in the dirt. Dick is digging in the dirt. That's right. All right. Um. Let's see. Back on it. Back on it. Off. Let's see. Some are found more more complete uh, than others. Some all the way like have their hands in more of like a kneeling position. That's only you know a couple of them. Most of them are all you know down to the um, the thigh. 
As I said, they're made of ultra-compressed volcanic ash, known as tuff, found in the island's Meow Extinct Volcano, and commonly thought carved with basalt hand What's with this thing that you're always doing with the meows? What the fuck is that all about? What are you talking about? My, do I do I look like a cat to you? Well, you kind of have look like you have whiskers, yeah. Do I? I, I mean, I might have a few whiskers. Are you turning into out. a cat? I might be. Should I refer to you as a cat? No, your, I do still you identify I, I, as a cat. Not yet, but it might be in the future. And if, but if I do, I'll let you know so you can properly. But not so right now. So I won't. Yeah, not not right meow. But right. it's probably pretty pretty close. Should I get you a saucer with milk? Mm, you know, I would really. That's really, really not bad. Really that's not. That's not for. That's not good right for cats. Milk is not. Milk is not good for cats. No, it's not. Meow. I mean, milk meowk. for any animal that's not from. What did its you say? Parent is not what good. is it? What? Meow. Meow. Ah, yeah, meowk? I know, yeah. I know what oh, you're talking about. Yeah, meow. Yeah, yeah. Meow. Yeah. All right. Ding ding. I mean, ding. who doesn't know that? Meow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how many people do you think it would take to to carve one of those one of those big moai? Just one person. That's all it needs, right there. One person. Yeah. How long? Uh, like a few couple hours. Couple I, hours? I can fucking knock that oh. shit out. I could probably knock that out in the afternoon. Well, it's because you're a couple beers. It's because you're a Freemason. Yeah, fucking goddamn right. I'll be like, tuk, 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 tuk. I'll fucking build this shit out of one I of like, those. um, in reference to last week's show, the uh, Stonecutters. Stonecutters, yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 Who dun, keeps dun. Atlantis off the map? We, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. It's a good, it's a <laughs> the, classic. The too. boulder of shame. <laughs> carry around this boulder yeah yeah, yeah. anyway it would take uh, about a team five to six workers that would labor about a year to make one statue and one it's very statue. interesting that they would carve them how long just how right many in people place. five to six. Oh yeah sure i feel you yeah you fucking lazy bastards i mean i say three people you got all day and whip them yeah that's get it I'm done saying. you get, get it, it done. done twice as fast with half the people they wouldn't look as good though so they kind of let them do it at their own pace they're artists you're like yeah, but when you think about it, when you're putting those up, like they're going to last for a while. So they're going to erode. So 100 years down the road, we're, we don't know what they originally look like. You we, know, basalt is, you know, once it starts getting wet and just rain and wind, it starts wearing out. And, and yeah, you're right. A dick yeah. would definitely like fall right off if it was on there because of like all the erosion. Yeah, that would be the first to fall off. Yeah, yeah and, it, right. and since it's leaning on it, it would be like a high pressure point. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're and, right. You've always been right about dicks, man. Oh, I know. It, hey, it's... it's <laughs> I've, you from the I've dicks. got one, man. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, I, I know it pretty well. All right. Only, only about a quarter of the statues were completed, though. There's still about half of those in the quarry that haven't even like, been like, yeah. erected since we're making Bong. dick jokes. Um, and then they're also found in just random spots, as if when they were walking them down, they uh, they just fell, and they said, ah, fuck it. We got another one coming anyway. Coming. <laughs> like, dude, I spent a fucking year on that. Go back and do another one. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, come on, dude. You could still use that. It's still good. <laughs> it's like, get no, back to I work. I mean, because think about it. If that thing fell over, they were, I think, 10 to like 15 tons. Well, That's a lot, man. It, you should have been more careful, you cocksucker. Is that get what it is? Get back to work. You're like, damn it, fucking Dave. Fucking Dave Merkelak. That's it. You're fucking fired. What kind of people? Go, go fish. They're per- Polynesians. Yeah, they're Polynesian. How do, I, what a Polynesian. No idea. Just we'll do a it, general Asian. You broke it. <laughs> Why the fuck did you drop it? Fuck it. No, this. I just think. Have you ever seen hey, Summer Heights High? No. No. Oh fuck, man. You need to see that because he's from Tonga, which is Tonga. Polynesia. Yeah, it's a BBC comedy. You fucking drop it. Why you say that? You drop it. Take drop it. Make another one, puto macaroso. Wow. I heard two distinct languages, and then the rest of that was just. Was that just gibberish? Were you there were just, just some words that you can't translate into oh, Polynesian. Oh, because they don't. Yeah, they just, so you just don't have to translate. say English. So yeah, gotcha. right, like you just got just gotta hand it off. You dropped it, you motherfucker. Get back to work. It's, uh, you can't, it's hard to translate that, so you yeah. just say that. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of handing off, I heard you got some news for me. It's been a very crazy week news-wise, hadn't it? Oh, well, yeah. It has been. Um, let's, uh, I guess we'll start with something light. Yeah, something start. Light. Give me, give me something light. Let's get a couple light. news stories. Uh, oh, here, while you get that, we got the news. We got the oh, news. Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. So here's a little bit of news. We got the news with Nick and Lowe's. That's right. We coming at you, coming with the, the light. We got the news. We've got the news. We've got the news. Yeah, yeah. we got the news with Nick. Hello, 
So we had the London. It was called the Virgin. London Marathon, something Virgin. I forgot what it was, Virgin. Uh, we had that marathon in London, and there was an unlikely hero that emerged from that marathon. I saw that. What, what, was, what was that about? Just the unlikely Well, there was a man. Hero. His name was Ra, Rob Pope. He's a 39-year-old from Liverpool, England. All right. And he gave the race a Hollywood ending by setting a Guinness World Record he for the fastest marathon. No, the fastest marathon in a film character costume. Oh, shit. All right. Male. So you had to put the male there. Okay. So what was the costume? Well, I'll get back into that a little bit. Um, So the Guinness Book, this is, first of all, one of the stupidest records to keep track of. The world record for the fastest marathon, uh, fastest in a marathon, in a film character costume. So specific, and yet the Guinness Book Still will not take any of my records for the most beautiful pube fro. This is bullshit. Mm. But yes, this is an official. This is officially a thing, and it was the fastest Guinness record of 34 set Sunday at the London Marathon, which is the largest marathon to hold on-site verification of many unconventional world records. Oh, I guess this is where you go get all your records. Yeah. Uh, Pope was dressed head to toe in his favorite film character. He was Forrest Gump. Oh my goodness! This oh, is why wow. I have my Forrest Gump thing. Which which part of Forrest Gump? The running the, Forrest Gump, of course. Okay. The running okay. Forrest Gump. Um, and he finished he finished this uh, marathon in two thirty six two hours and thirty six minutes. Uh, he finished overall eighty seconds. Um, but there was just one he just did where he won. Uh, I didn't pull that one up, but it doesn't matter because I just wanted to talk about this guy. He's fucking awesome. Uh, real <laughs> quick, do you know about uh, the Guinness Book of World Records? I know a little bit about it. Uh, do you know that Sir Hugh Beaver? I do not. He's the idea behind it. He had the idea. So Sir I'll Hugh tell you about Beaver. It. He was the managing managing director for Guinness Brewery. Oh. Michael? Oh, so they are related. Well, okay. So he was like a... Chilling in 1954, he was at a shooting party with all the with all the people. You know, yeah. Uh, talking about a fastest bird argument, like uh, what was the fastest game bird in Europe? Okay. They were arguing about it, and there was no book out there that they could use to reference this. And he had a thought, man. And so they had a promotion. Guinness had a promotion based on the idea of winning bar bets. They would publish all these uh, the best this and that, ah. uh, so you can produce a book, and then it would be sold at a bar. Mm-hmm. And so you can be like, oh, uh, I bet that, you know, oh, yeah, bring, bring out the book. Yep, yep. There it They'd is, They make a right? big ceremony about it. And so he hired Norris and Ross McWhirter, and they're twins, by the way, they're, and they're fact finders to compile a book of facts and figures. How about that shit? That's a job right there. But that's not only it, man. This guy, fucking Rob, and I think I'm just going to put this on while um, right. Rob Pope is All an right, emergency. Dude. Rob, he's a he's an, a veterinarian by night and a runner by day. This guy, dude, is a a real life Forrest Gump. He actually ran across back and forth, back and forth. He's the only guy to do that in less than a year. He ran back and forth, clear across fucking America and back. And clear the ocean. Shit, he did. I For swear, real? I swear to God, this guy. Look him up, Rob Pope. When did he do this? When I got there. I figured since I got I'm gonna give you guys spot, all a second to just go ahead and look well up around, Rob Pope. Keep on going. He kind of looks like Forrest Gump too. He when did it cliche. He started ocean. in Alabama. I figured yeah. since I got where ran, he started. Did he run like his route? He ran exactly the way that Forrest ran, ran in keep the movie. Right on going. When I got tired, I slept. When I got hungry, I ate. <laughs> when I had to go, you know. I went. I went. And so you just ran. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's that's real life that's Rob Pope man. right there. What a great character this guy is. He runs and he makes money running and raising money for charity. First person to ever run across America four times in one year. He's he he has so many Guinness Book of World Record records. Anyways, there's a little bit of a uh, great news. Maybe wow. uh 
I thought I'd throw that in there, but they really need to start getting that record for uh, most beautiful pube fro. They don't. Well, they... see, here's the thing, though. I think uh, I think I found your problem is that beauty is subjective, and that's a. Uh, Whereas he ran a time. You're it's, you're right. Yeah. And so you uh, need to just find a category that your uh, pube fro fits into. Uh, fastest, fastest growing of a beautiful. See, pube I think fro. you got to drop beautiful. I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay, then then let the people at Guinness shoot you down. All right, and uh, current news, man. Current fucking news <laughs> All right, here, man. What you got? It's what crazy, you got? dude. Uh, you you guys know about that Waffle House shooting? If I know oh, if you're listening to this, the Waffle House shooting, some crazy naked guy shooting at a Waffle House. There was a fucking hero. He came out and he's like, Kia! He grabbed the fucking barrel after they fucking he, this guy unloaded the whole fucking thing and he burned his hands. He's like, oh, doesn't matter. I'm gonna pull it down. And fucking threw the fucking thing. And then the guy was like, oh, fucking no. What the fuck? And then he ran around and he turned around and he ran away. Someone shot him a couple times, but he bailed out and he's disappeared. But wait, 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 wait. Raise my hand. What's up? Um, he was only wearing like a green jacket when he did that. And the guy, the hero, wrestled that in the midst of that. I said all that. The, you said nothing about a jacket. So when he left the scene, he was naked. I said he's naked. Oh, I missed that. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, then he was wearing like a green jacket. He's like, look at my dickling. He's like, oh, look at you. are not looking at it. Goes, do, do you think maybe he chose to be mostly naked because he thought maybe nobody's going to want to tackle? Nobody wants to tackle a naked guy. Yeah, no one's going to really look at a naked guy either. So it's like you're not going to get a good look at him. And you're like, oh, gross. I'm not looking at that. Yeah. Uh, uh, gross. And then uh, we learn later that he had some guns, but then his guns were, you know, taken away from him. Oh, were they taken away from him? They were taken away from oh, him, okay. and his father was able to get them, or they were given to his father to hold on to, not to give to him, but they gave, he gave it back sure. to him because there's no law saying he got to have it. But his father should be charged for criminal negligence for that, and because I hope that's what happens. get access to him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to have him in the first place, Yeah, and that's the person who's going to go down for this uh, and this guy, but the guy's on the run. They can't find him. Boom, today we fucking we find this guy. Uh, the Tennessean reports the Waffle House shooting suspect, Travis Ranking, in custody, the police say. Let me read this. Metro Police announced Monday afternoon that Travis Ranking, the subject in a shooting that killed four people in an Anak Waffle House, have been arrested after a 34-hour manhunt. He was found eating at Denny's. Denny's. <laughs> so he went to shoot up the Waffle House. I'm just kidding. He wasn't found at <laughs> oh. Denny's. Shortly after 1 p.m., police uh, announced a raking had been arrested in a wooded area near Mountain Springs Drive, less than one mile from the scene of the shooting and close to Cane Ridge Elementary. And it was for a tip from a, a construction worker that got them. Can you believe it? Uh, Detective Kyle Williams spotted Riking in his uh, wooded area, in a wooded area, and took him into custody. He was wearing a loaded silver handgun and a flashlight. Uh, that was in a black backpack. Oh, okay. So he was ready to do some some night stuff. Yes, uh, from the police photos, uh, you see him being loaded in. He's got a torn shirt. Uh, his exposed shoulders are sh showing scratches mm -hmm. of um, perhaps just him running through the woods. Uh, sure. Maybe him just getting roughed up a bit. Yeah. You know, either way, he the cops are not going to exactly be that joyful or like take take uh, any pity on you they're gonna sure, they're, they're gonna, gonna grab you and beat the shit out of you yeah well i mean they're gonna do that anyway just you kill four people dude you lose the the right to live and you're you, there are people out there to go ahead and uh, take care of that yeah yeah, yeah. he lost the uh, lost the four times four times over yeah yeah uh he was taken to the south precinct where he requested a lawyer and refused to give a statement that's, I guess, the smart thing I mean, to do right there. Within his rights, yeah. Uh, remember to do that too. If you guys are listening, and you oh, don't know. Yes. <laughs> if you're ever in trouble for anything, always ask for a lawyer. Do mm -hmm. not ever talk. Do not yes. ever talk to a police officer. Yes, they, in that scenario, they are not your friend. Don't let them convince you otherwise, because anything you say can and will be used against you. They tell you that. Goddamn right. <laughs> so just be smart, because it's it's real easy to to twist to get twisted up and uh, go down for something that you honestly had nothing to do with. This construction worker, her name was Lydia French. She called nine one one Monday afternoon. That's today. Or oh. yesterday after, uh, actually, after she saw a man who looked like Riking emerge from the woods, uh, looking shocked and disoriented. I missed mistake. I must have said uh, we caught him today. It was yesterday. I'm, I'm just 
I'm one day behind. No, today is Monday. No, today's Monday. Okay, I'm not tripping. Yeah. I thought today was Tuesday, and now I thought oh, I thought it was Monday, and then I thought it was Tuesday for a second. Now I know it's Monday. Okay. All so right, it was still today, go. you guys. Before his capture, no one had reported seeing Ray King since Sunday morning. He was spotted in a wooded area near Anok, uh, Antioch, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Apartment complex. We're not giving him any <laughs> name. He should just be called fucking dead cocksucker. Yeah. yeah, shit fuck. We're going to call him shit fuck for now. And he was ultimately arrested less than one mile away from his apartment. He had stolen. He had a stolen car from the Brentwood BMW dealership and run from police on Tuesday. Uh, that was last week. Shit, police so he's said. just been on the lam for a week. Jesus. Murphy. Brentwood police briefly chased him through rush hour traffic, but he got away. Police used the car's GPS to track it to uh, shit bags. Uh, apartment complex, but did not identify him as a suspect at that time. He mm-hmm. just thought it was some shit bag. Um, that stole the car. That yeah. stole a car. Mm-hmm. He didn't know it was the shit bag that we're looking for. Damn. Uh, police don't know what motivated the shooting. There you go, man. Uh, he was. They caught the guy. He's going to go to jail forever. His father is going to get some charges for the uh, criminal. Uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, What's the punishment like, you think his father should get? Uh well, at least uh five years in prison. Well, no, because they killed it resulted in killing. Oh man, I think he might have to go up for death as well. You're one of those people. You gave up his will think, to live yeah. doing that. Well, I don't know. Uh, it came out. It's not his fault that he gave his, but he shouldn't have had them. Hmm. This is a conundrum. Hmm, think um, about it. I would give him life in prison. Life. Life in prison. Not take his life, not kill him. Yeah, but just give life him the in rest prison. of his days. Yeah. He, it, it resulted in four criminal people. negligence. That's what I'm trying to say. It yeah. resulted in the killing of four people and wounded several others. Uh, and possibly more if it wasn't for that hero that uh, possibly yeah wrestled him like a fucking re- like a hero. An American god dang hero. I saw something. He, uh, he didn't want to be called a hero. And he was just like, I, I just didn't want to die. I don't is, want to be called is, a hero. Is, you don't want to be called a hero for us? Thing. No, sir. All right, take All right. it easy. He's, he's very modest, very right. modest. So, anyway, let's get back onto the uh, the Rapanui. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm going to present this, uh, how I mentioned before, there was a, a new theory, because we kind of touched on the old theory that they just, they lived, they and they got carried away with the statues and the canoes and cut down all the trees before they could reproduce and just com- essentially committed ecocide. Well, this new theory... Kind of points the finger um, to another to another culprit. Um, rats. What rats? Rats. Rats. What? Rats. Okay. Like squeak, squeak, squeak. Rats. They contribute to what? Yeah. Well, remember how I mentioned earlier that the um, the slave traders, the Peruvian slave raiders, came over, and yeah, the slave raiders. Yeah. yeah. Well, when they came over, they probably brought the rats. They with them. brought the rats yeah. over. And that didn't help their already kind of dwindling situation. Um, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not when the slave traders came over. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. When they originally came over um, from Polynesia, from Eastern Polynesia and Tonga and everything. Hey, we know, bring these. Uh, you bring, you bring uh, it over canoes. We're bringing you know, these rats, gonna... but we cannot eat them. They don't taste with good. Well, they actually they went through a period where that's all that they could get. Were we're going to get the plague. Within you know a handful of years, this rat population surged to over a million. Ugh. And at that point, they're they're eating the the palm nuts. They've found fossilized palm nuts with holes chewed in them. Um, that would be you know like, like rat like. Yeah, they rodent. were eating those. And when you when there's that many. And they don't have a natural predator. They're just going to wreak havoc on the island, uh, causing all the trees to kind of die out. Now, the people did contribute to this by their building of the moai and canoes and moving them. Um, but the rats definitely exaggerate. Not exaggerate. What's the word? Uh, not eh, Amplify. Increased the rate at which they were approaching their Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, these, the Polynesian rat can produce a, uh, an incredible rate. Um, and you're talking over a million rats on a 63 square mile island. How many rats? Over a million. That's a lot of fucking rats That's all over the goddamn place. And it got to the point where they couldn't really. You could. They just learned to live with the rats, and they yeah, would eat. At some point, you're like, and oh, just start killing them, and that they lived live on them. that. Um, you can't join. What is it? You can't fight them. Join them. 
You can't win them. They just became them. rats. You're like, hey, okay, we're rats too, guys. We get you. Yeah. Uh, they, I, uh, what I mean, when in Rome. And then there's always some, you know, some families like, ah, over my dead body. Well, that those rats, is, and then they're like Confederates, but now they're like. <laughs> we just used to chase the rats off the porch with a broom. Dang, I'll tell you what. I got them. Damn old coons coming yeah. over here. Coons. I got it. Hey. Coons. Oh. Not raccoons, you idiot niggas. I do? <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. They um, Just the more and more evidence that they find, they're finding that is probably what caused the population decline. Now, they don't think that the population was as big as they, – they don't believe that there was like a massive die-off of a population. They don't believe there was more than about nine, maybe 10,000 people on the island at its highest. There are some theories that you know claim more, and they're like, well, it's – with the amount of land and the way that they farmed, it could, you know, about 10,000 people. Realistically, it's probably about eight. So it hasn't been much larger than about what it is now um, is kind of where, where it's at, that there was never some huge, vast, advanced human civilization. They were just kind of a small, close-knit community that had different, different tribes within. And for the most part, they all got along until, of course, they start fighting over resources and fertile land and food and who has power and then yeah, the husband's like getting like yelled at by the wife who like decided who she wants to live on the beach and like they can't farm shit they had this whole plot on the beach they're, you like, can't pl- plan anything on they're the beach. like what did you expect like, oh honey you, we can't plant fucking shit you want another palm like that's all we get is palm fucking trees that's it you yeah. just want to keep eating palms look at how fat you've gotten on this <laughs> on this island on palm palm on palm oils. Palm oil you're just palm oil just fat. fried palm oil God, i cut you right now you're gonna bleed palm oil right now god damn. fucking i will cut you god i'm got you in the Fucking cut you so bad you wish I don't know cut you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that is is very interesting. If you if you have any questions, it's uh, all easily researchable on the Google machine. Yeah, you can search it, you know, yourself and find out a little bit more. Uh, any listeners, if you have anything you want to add on to that, I know it was kind of brief. That's it. Kind of you know skimmed over it. That's yeah, it. Can, yeah, it was a little shorter than t- I, you I thought. You didn't tell it would me be. anything about the, the told you the, the new ECR. theory. What was the new theory? Those rats. The rats did what? The rats helped like get rid of all those people. Get rid of all the the, the rats kind of crashed their. Oh, civilization. I thought we were talking Just about the, the 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 statues for something. I'm like, what did they build the fucking statues? No, the rats no. are the one that did it. No, no, that'd be a pretty sweet theory. They just gnawed at them. So well, they put them. They trained them. They trained rats. Well, I guess you know that's a good, pretty, pretty damn good theory, man. Fucking. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's you know it's still still a theory. There's a lot of people out there who would say gravity is still a theory, but. We also right. call those people other things. Let's get through some more Heard news. Heard you got some here. more news for me. Yeah, man. Good yeah. job on the on the report there, my man. I did what I could. So yeah, a couple the like last couple episodes, or at least the last episode, we had Nick Ryder who was taking the reins yeah. of the show. We had Brandon taking over. It's still not over. He still has to do the ending, which we forgot. So you have to make sure to do the ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I've got a couple more stories here. Uh, a couple light ones. Actually, there's no more light ones here. Oh, I do have one crazy heavy? one. It's not like crazy, but this is some more really recent news that happened uh, this morning. Uh, police have arrested a suspect after a white van mounted the curb and struck numerous pedestrians in Toronto. And I learned you have to say Toronto. It's not Toronto. Oh, you don't say the second it's Toronto. T? Toronto. Yeah, fuck then that Then why T. the fuck is it there? Uh, well, it's just there. Just like uh, fucking... Hour. Hour? This, yeah, why is that H there? Hour. I mean, because it distinguishes hour from hour. Well, I'm not saying it that. I'm saying hour, not hour. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, the, uh, the incident happened on Yon Street, south of Finch Avenue, around 1.30 p.m., according to the Toronto Police Service. Y-A-W-N or Y-O-N? Y-O-N. Or Yonge. Yonge. Oh, there's... Wait... There's a G in there? Yeah. Y O N G E Street. Yonj. Fucking Canadians. Yonj Street. I don't know if I'm saying it right. A suspect was arrested. The van is marked as belonging to a rental company rider. Uh, rental company named Ryder. You so you've seen it before. Not Nick Ryder, but R Y D E R. I think that's the company that uh, was using the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, it was a Ryder truck. That's oh, the big do. yellow ones, right? You, that's where you rent them. I, 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 no, it, this was a white one. Yeah. 
Not the yellow ones. Well, I, I guess they could. About. I guess they could get a paint job. It doesn't matter. You're still renting it, so it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, there was a witness. Her name was Allie Shaker. That's right. Uh, she was driving southbound at the time. Says the van was traveling at high speed on the sidewalk. The van was also southbound. Uh, quote. She said. He started going down on the sidewalk, crumbling down people one by one. Oh, Jesus Murphy. Uh, he saw the vehicle strike someone with a stroller. Damn. Uh, he just destroyed so many people's life, he said. Every single thing got in his way. Whew. How did they, how did they end up stopping him? Well, object was pointed at police. So the video shared with, uh, this is, comes from CTV News, by the way. I wanted to mention that first. I wrote it on the top, and I still missed it. Uh, the video shared with CTV News shows the suspect pointing at a small dark object at police with his back to the van police can be seen taking cover behind the vehicle and shouting at him to get down get down said the officer i don't even have that in my arnold board i'll, oh, I'll get man. that soon get down yeah, it says get down or you'll be shot get and, to the chopper and then the suspect says i've got a gun in my pocket motherfucker and he says get down or you'll be shot motherfucker get your fucking hands up uh the camera turns away in the conversation for approximately eight seconds and looks back to show the suspect on the ground face down with the officer cuffing him. Another video recorded from nearby building shows the moment missed in the previous video. The subject can be seen walking out in the street with the object in his hand, still pointed at the officer. After approximately five seconds, he drops the weapon, throws out his arms, and backs up to the curb. Uh, so there'll be more to come in uh, the coming hours and the days. All right, well, we look forward to hearing more developments. Uh, yeah, what do you think about that, that one? one? That's oh, it's just it's just happening all too often. They're just not well, you know. You can't stop evil, and I think no? um, if you listen to Low Speaks, uh, this uh, new podcast I'm doing, where you know whatever piques my interest, mm -hmm. so Low Speaks. So, uh, oh, I was talking about what is it really? You know, I, I talked about gun control, gun control. This is not gun control this time. You know, this mm -hmm. is you know another evil person finding sure. a way to kill a bunch of people sure. all, uh, real quick. And um, I want to say, it's like, what's the different? Uh, I had this thing where kids are now, uh, I had this um, news story where kids were, seven kids at a school in Maryland all cut their wrist with a blade that they got from their pencil sharpener. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they banned pencil sharpeners. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, are you fucking joking? Yeah. Me? Panning, uh, uh, it's like, and there was back in the days where I remember where my grandpa had a knife. That's how he sharpened his pencils. And you'd ask him, uh, I had a buddy that said, yeah, his, his grandpa wouldn't be caught dead without it. That's your pencil sharpener. And like, yeah, I thought, where are all the mass everything? Where's all the mass stabbings back in those days? Or weren't? What's the difference now? Uh, there's just mentally ill people, more mm -hmm. of them, um, and maybe it's because of the drugs they're taking. I got into a whole prescription drugs thing. So, oh, I it's, look forward it, it's, to because people are getting people are getting dumb and and no, oh definitely. So definitely. check out low speaks there, and that's yeah. what that's uh, all right. Do you have a do you have a whole like segment music and all that, or is it just you flipping on them mics and saying, you know what grinds my uh, gears? Yeah, sort of. You're gonna have all to right. listen, but yeah, like yeah. it, it starts like any other podcast. I don't say that's right in the beginning, but I think <laughs> it goes. You're listening to Low Speaks. That's right. Ah, oh, well, and then it goes like, right. uh, and then it goes right into me talking. Oh, okay. I talking about me going. Uh, I feel like I'm getting more conservative and more conservative by the day. Just well, now it's on liberal. record, so you can look back in the archive. And oh yeah. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question, dude. Go for it. Is disturbing – oh, distributing – I don't know disturbing. It is disturbing, actually, this is. But is distributing intimate photos of current or previous sexual partners without their consent protected by the First Amendment? Oh, man. Is it protected I, by the First Amendment? <sighs> See, that's that's tricksy ground because if you really want interpret to it, interpret it to the letter of the Constitution, then yes, it is protected. Well, uh, there's a moral it's like, definitely morally thing wrong. That, that needs to be addressed here. A state appeals court says, yes, it is protected. Yeah. Now it will be up to the state attorney's general office, general's office to defend the state's quote unquote revenge porn law, mm -hmm. which was passed in 2015 and punishes those who post intimate, image, uh, intimate images from <laughs> Previous or current relationships online. So uh, have you ever heard of this? Re revenge mm -hmm. porn law? I have. I had to look it up here. So 
what is revenge porn? It's revealing or sexually explicit images or videos of someone posted on the internet without consent mm -hmm. of the subject in order to cause distress or embarrassment. Uh, so revenge law, which 38 states plus the District of Columbia, all uh, they have a revenge porn law, which makes that illegal, doing that act illegal. And what state did this happen in? Um, this is from Dallas here. I don't so know in if Texas. This is, I don't know if this, you know, Texas is one of the the oh, I see. the states that have okay this law. Um, now it's going to be up to the states. Uh, blah blah blah. The Tyler-based twelfth court uh, court of appeals said the law is unconstitutional because it's too broad and infringes on free speech. Uh, in his findings of the case, Chief Justice James Worthen said the First Amendment usually prohibits content-based restrictions. The court also said that the law was vague and infringed on the rights of third parties who might unwittingly share intimate images, according to the Associated Press. And this comes from uh, Dallas News. I did say I did want to mention that. In, in its ruling, the court ordered charges to be dropped against Jordan Bartlett Jones, who challenged the law as unconstitutional while awaiting trial for sharing a naked photograph of a woman without her consent. Now, you can share, you can take a person, take a picture of mm -hmm. someone uh, with or without their consent. That's probably hard to um, prove. Now, sharing it, man, that's just morally wrong. Yes, right. Absolutely. I mean, like. Especially with the intent to cause distress. I mean, I guess that's what you're doing if you when you choose to hit upload. You know about that picture. But it does. It's sort of. It's sort of nice. I want to say. I want to have some uh, nice thing to say about it. You know, if you ever need to go down that route, mm -hmm. it's it's legal uh, in some states. You yeah. could go that route if if you yeah. got burned so bad that you feel the need to like, oh, I'm fucking burning this bitch like to the ground. I mean, if you feel that need. You're going to feel the consequences of being a dick. and. It, but see, here's the thing. Now, what – because let's say you post that picture online, okay? Does it just go – is it the legal status of the state that it was uploaded in? Because that the state that you upload it from to the server that you upload it to, not always the same state. Sometimes not even the same country. So then are you breaking international law or – it gets real tricky. Ooh, and that's where that – I think that's where they're trying to go with. Like, mm -hmm. whoa, it, well – but I guess they're charging them for their actual county that they're in. I guess that's all you can be charged for there. But From the point of upload? Uh, the ruling applies only to about a dozen northeast Texas counties that fall under the jurisdiction, <laughs> jurisdiction of the 12th Court of Appeals. 12th Court of Appeals. That is a mouthful. Can you say yeah. that? This jurisdiction of the 12th Court of Appeals. Jurisdiction of the 12th Court of Appeals. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. But other courts <laughs> would likely consider its reasoning. Uh, the law originated from complaints from women who said they felt violated and abused when their exes posted naked or sexual images online without their consent. One woman, uh, Holly Troops of Netherland, uh, found dozens of photos of herself online and organized a class action suit against the website where they appeared. Um, it was kind of, I was kind of numb at first. Uh, it, maybe she's from, it's not Netherland. That must be somewhere in, you know, America. I <laughs> thought it was like Netherlands. It was like, oh, uh, Netherlands. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I was kind of numb at first when I scrolled to the bottom and it showed how many people had viewed it. <laughs> Could you imagine you wow. have a naked picture of you and you scroll down and it and shows it's like, you how many views? Holy shit. Damn. Um, even comments too. People were saying horrible oh, things. Shit. I can only imagine. That's when I got scared and I felt humili humiliated knowing that I was looking. So there were thousands of other people. So were thousands of other people. The state law, uh, as currently written, labels revenge porn as a misdemeanor that carries possible jail time of as much as a year as well as a $4,000 fine. If you really want to fuck someone's life over by, you know, maybe ruining their career, it only will cost you about $4,000 and some jail time as just a year. I mean, I, and you're I'm out. pretty sure there's some twisted people out there to be like, all right. Because if you've got a clean record, I doubt you're even going to see jail. And if the state appeals the court, or the case would end up in front of the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's all they need is just to clog up the court system even more. Uh, dude, okay, so NBC. Give me more, give me more. NBC Washington reports, an Afghanistan veteran receives world's first full male geni genital transplant. Let me try that again here. Afghanistan veteran receives world's first full male genital transplant transplant 
Take can't... three. Afghanistan veteran receives world's first full male genital transplant. John Hopkins says. Now, instead of using full male genital, I'm going to use uh, cock and balls. Okay. For a couple reasons. One, right. it's funnier. And uh, two, it's funnier. Okay, so. Oh, that's all I need. A veteran who was injured in Afghanistan received the world's first total penis and scrotum transplant. Scrotum. A team of nine plastic surgeons and two urological surgeons performed the 14-hour surgery last month. The penis, scrotum, and part of an abdominal wall came from a deceased donor, the hospital said there. The patient has recovered from the surgery and is expected to be released this week. This week? How about that? He's about about to get out there and start using that dick, I think. Yeah, he is. Uh, The hospital did not disclose in which appendage of the military the patient served. (laughs) Oh, gross. Uh, when I first woke up, I finally felt normal, he says. With a level of confidence as well. Confidence like, I'm okay now, <laughs> he says. Oh, man. How long do you think he waited before he jerked off? Well, he's still there, dude. Uh, he's still like, recovering, so I don't think he's going to jack off. And in this case, when a doctor says, like, wait for this, like, there's no, like, you know, it's not going to heal her. You just don't do not do it, and I'd give it an extra week. When your dick is, is stitched around, yeah, back to you, you're, you're just like, you know, just hands off. I'm and he celibate might, for the next He might not even fill it either. Oh, so man. you must be asking yourself, why, he, why is he getting a full male genital transplant? Well, I was or gonna a cock ask, and balls transplant? I was going to ask, did he at least get to pick the size? Well, I'll get into that a little bit later there, at least a little bit. I, I don't have too much information because he really does not want to be identified. I'm sure. Um, he does not want to be identified, and you don't. We don't know who this guy is. Um, he lost his dick, I guess, from an uh, improvised explosive device because he was in an Afghanistan veteran. IED, that's right. Um, doctors are hopeful the patient's reproductive functions will return in six months. So, even if he was a jerk off, he's not gonna, you know, drop any loads to, for six months. Four others. He can always go to the gym. He can drop loads at the gym. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, that's because it, sound, it sounds like you're having sex because you're at the gym. Oh, and it's like you're calming. Okay, it is All like you're coming. All day at the gym, Where's I'm calming. Yeah, you don't, I thought you had it ready. I don't, I don't have it. Arnold ready. I'm Edit so, point. I'm sorry. So I'm coming day and night. All right, there he is. So if I can, <laughs> you need to prompt me over there. Four other successful transplants have been performed. Two in South Africa, one in China, and one in Boston. But those transplants involved only the dick. And not the extensive surrounding tissue. Not the Frank and the beans. Uh, in this article from, uh, like I said, uh, NBC Washington, uh, here's some funny. Here's some comments from the Facebook. Uh, I'm just gonna read oh, uh, two of them here. Uh, the doctors are amazing. God bless this soldier, uh, Jim Biggie. He says he should get an eight-inch member or bigger for his service <laughs> to this country. <laughs> Why well, stop uh, at eight, though? I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. He just had what, this monster dog. What would you dog. stop at? What, what would if if something happened, you know, and you they did the same treatment to you? Be like, hey, doc, I give you an extra two grand for. Uh, okay, I would look at the na- the national average, and I would go add three inches to that, please. Which which nation? Because by nation, oh, from America, from of course, America. Well, right. you don't want like a, a big man dingo dick because that's just like too much dick. That's like too much, and not not too girthy either. Like a little girth. Like, oh, gross. Like, dicks are gross when they're girthy. And they're like, they look at them, and they're like, oh. Anyways, make a carrying carry on here. All right. Uh, this is my last story, and it gets a little bit uh, more political on the right side. I'm sorry, guys, here. But Parkland student calls for confiscation of all semi-automatic firearms. This comes from the Daily Wire, one of my new favorite publications. So, Check it out. So semi-automatic, so that would be every. Well, let me uh, get into this thing here. Isn't this crazy? On Sunday, the most recognizable far-left activist from Parkland, Florida, uh, called for the confiscation, confiscation, confiscation. One more time. Confiscation, confiscation. Why am I not saying it right all of a sudden? Uh, uh, Confiscation. That's about as close as it's been. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, difficulties. Yeah, well, you know, it's... uh, Words are hard. Words are difficult. Um, all, let me say that. On Sunday, the most recognizable far-left activist from Parkland, California, called for the confisca- confiscation. Confis- say it for me. Confiscation. Wait, That's what I'm saying. Am I saying it? That, that sounded weird to me. Con- they're, they're taking your guns, damn it. 
reacting to the shooting at the Waffle House in Tennessee, which we uh, we talked about already, okay. in which several people were shot. Wait, but I talked about it. Gonzalez, who's that chick, uh, that baldy chick. Uh, oh, okay, her? At the Parkland. She called for the confiscation, confiscation, con- confiscation. Oh, confiscation, confiscation. Does that sound right? It, it, it does sound, sound weird, right? right? Confis- confiscation. Confiscate. Uh, yeah, wants a confiscate. Hey, I'm going to confiscate that and now just add a. Sorry if we sound like idiots right now. Confiscate. Uh, confiscation of all semi automatic <laughs> firearms writing. Removing the assault. And see, this is quote removing the assault and semi automatic weapons from our civilian society. Uh, instituting thorough background checks and mandatory waiting periods and raising the buying age and banning the production of high-capacity magazines, which I get that one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still not the answer. Are ways to stop shootings in America. Uh, Then she claimed that mass shootings do not happen in other countries, despite the fact that the worst mass shootings in the world, in all world history, have all happened outside the U.S., uh, and here's a here's a quote from her uh, twit Twitter right here. Emma Gonzalez, the FBI defines a mass shooting as four people killed, not including the shooter. Mass shootings occur in churches, in schools, at concerts, and waffle houses. Just about every, uh, just about anywhere except in other countries, she says. Hmm. Uh, here's the top deadliest mass shooting in world history. In 2017, right. the Egyptian mosque attack. It had 305 deaths. You can look it up. What Egyptian year was that? Mosque deaths. 2017. Happened last year. Oh, wow. Second one was the Kenya College attack. It had 148 deaths. Uh, all outside of outside of America and way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the only thing that, that comes close to you that know how 300 many people... and something is the Vegas one. Yeah. I, I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. And, and that's uh, fairly recent. And it's a, t- a terrible tragedy. It should have never happened. It's no. crazy. No. Um, but... They got a lot of this. These people are being influenced or influencing a lot of younger people out there. Sure. And I'm they're looking I'm up there and, and they're saying semi-automatics like that. And like, do you not understand what a semi-automatic weapon is? Yeah. Um, and you said it. It's just it, one. one it's every boom, gun boom, 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 out boom. there, essentially. Yeah. A pistol. It's your fucking Because your fully automatic weapons are, are they've been banned. Highly regulated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not banned. They've, they are. They've been highly regulated. Because they're and, explosives. And uh, Coach uh uh, shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Coach. Mr. Coach. He called in and said, you know, they're explosives and we can still have them. They just have to go through the proper channels to sure. getting them, yeah. and which means you should, you know, it's going to go through. Like, FBI and if you're a law abiding citizen, that shouldn't be a problem. Exactly. If, if you have no nefarious purpose for it, that shouldn't. Oh, I have to wait, you know, three days for this highly explosive thing. I mean, that's, and, that's uh, reasonable. Like the, that's how you think the Mythbusters get to do all that explosive stuff. They have the professionals that are out there that are with them, and yeah. boom, you know, yeah. get, they get to blow up some good shit. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, uh, that's all <laughs> I have for news, man. I know it's been a crazy news week. Oh, yeah, Lots of stuff's happened. Uh, don't give up out there. You know, keep just loving. Uh, you see something, say something. Uh, if you see a fucking gunman or something, uh, God forbid it happens, you do something. Yeah, and otherwise you might be dead. Yeah, you might have a chance take, of saving somebody. And even just take carry a gun, 20, take them out. Twenty minutes at the end of the night, read something like basic barricading techniques. You know, like I saw some pictures from, uh, I guess it was it may have been last week, Thursday or Friday. There was uh, a kid who a gun went off in a school. I think somebody ended up shooting themselves in the foot, but other students heard it and they freaking barricaded the classroom door. I mean, just desk. Uh, file cabinets everything and like, there was a picture of it it's like i mean it's go. it's yeah you can't you can't necessarily like prepare to be in a situation like that but you can prepare yourself to just knowing your surroundings knowing your environment staying familiar what you can use for a weapon because anything can be a weapon all right so yeah okay can you remember what the name of that famous runner who is now Ooh, we doing this young. again can, what, can uh, you remember uh, something Pope, because he was the Pope, uh, Frederick Pope. Nope. What was it? No, it was Rob Pope. Rob Pope. Bob you, Pope. Did you forget, you guys, Bob Pope? Bob, Bob Hope. Hope might help you remember that. Well, Brandon's going to finish off the show here. I like that. So, if, uh, if you liked our show, if you like what we do, Emergency Exit Podcast, be sure to subscribe to emergency exit podcast check out emergency exit podcast.com because uh, it's fully redesigned mm-hmm. uh, coach's blog is up yeah coach's um, corner uh, yeah co- according according to coach oh 
according um, to coach. You're gonna find. Uh, you're gonna put up more pictures. It's under the category nudes. Check it out. There might be some nudes there at some point. Just heads up, guys. It's also where you can contact us. Uh, you can watch uh, you, if you're probably watching on the the live stream now on Facebook on our from our website, which we're gonna now be streaming it there now. That's a good idea yeah. to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to be on Facebook to watch us. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So like us on Facebook, Emergency Exit Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, EMEXPod. Yeah. So for Los, mm-hmm. for Nick, mm-hmm. we'll be here next week, I'm guessing. That's right. He'll be back. I'm Brandon saying, that's right.